Hello, my friends, and welcome to the podcast. The hardest part of having a podcast is not knowing how to start the podcast. If anybody out there has a podcast, you know the struggle of like, how do I start this thing? What do I start it with? Well, thank goodness now, I have sponsors. So that can start the podcast off. I am so grateful for my sponsors. It makes the show so much better. It makes it so much more real to me and hopefully real to you as well. If you're from central Pennsylvania also, these sponsors are near and dear to your heart. The Clay Cup, which is like the hub of activity in central Pennsylvania at 1304 11th Avenue in Altoona. Find Sarah Vogel and the Clay Cup on social media at the Clay Cup, Facebook and Instagram. She rocks Facebook and Instagram. She does live paintings on Facebook Live. They're so cool because uh, she's also an, an amazing artist. That's what's cool about the Clay Cup is she brings the coffee in and she brings the creativity in as well because you can't have creativity without coffee. That's how a lot of people live their lives. Uh, and, and you can make your own pottery at the Clay Cup Wednesdays through Saturdays from 1 p.m. until close. You fire in the kiln your pottery at the clay cup and then you can take it home you know if you drink out of it you eat out of it you can wash it in the dishwasher how cool is that that sarah vogel brings that to you at the clay cup 1304 11th avenue in altoona and trade secrets two blocks away keeping it local trade secrets 1223 13th avenue first floor in altoona uh, two blocks up from Tom and Joe's. If you're from the area, you know what I'm talking about. You can find her at Secrets in Trade. Stephanie Height and her husband run the place. Steph's awesome. I love working with her, and her products are also fantastic. They're the real deal. They're all natural. They're made in-house. They're all natural deodorants. So, like, if you have allergies and stuff like that, these products are for you. Uh, she makes the all-natural handcrafted bath bars. They, this is their own formulas. They've done the research. This is their own formula that they've made for their own products. Nothing is added to the products. There's no additives. There's no weird chemicals in anything. Uh, they're really, really great products. And like the charcoal bath bar clears up your skin. It's charcoal in bath form. It's the real deal. 100% soy wax candles, 100% soy wax melts, moisturizing body lotions, creamy sugar scrubs. They have it all at Trade Secrets, 1223 13th Avenue in Altoona. Secrets in Trade on social media. If you would like to be a sponsor on the Rob Z Radio podcast, just send me a message on Facebook, on Instagram, Rob Z Radio, Twitter and Snapchat, Rob Z, yo, let's go. This is Rob Z Radio. Dude. Oh. To kick off what? <laughs> to kick off the podcast. We it's like a wrestling match, Rob. We haven't even done anything yet, man. Man. I can't believe we got that chance just to kick the show off. I can. Dude, I can. they're excited. Why wouldn't they be, Rob? Or they just throw the chant around like it means absolutely nothing. Well, we haven't done anything yet, so Yeah. Well you don't Should have we start to start working. Do we you, have to work? You don't have to do anything anymore. That's the then beautiful part. I'm just going to sit back. That's the beautiful part of the whole thing. I'm going to sit back and watch wrestling. All right. Let's, we're not even going to do the show. You guys can hit the intro for the show. But before anything even happened, we already got, and this is, a, this is an awesome chance. So let's, let's start the show. All right. This is uh, <laughs> for the first time, but not the first time. Dave Wines in the studio. Yep. We're bringing back rest- here, in, here we're in the studio, Rob. Sorry to talk over you there. We're, br- <laughs> we're the bringing intro. wrestling back. We're bringing wrestling back to Central Pennsylvania. 
It's back. Two marks, one room, two microphones, one total divas instrumental ripoff theme song. And I'm excited to mark out, Rob. Are you? I'm, I'm really excited I to mean, mark out. It's time to talk some wrestling. I'm, I'm, I'm either going to mark out hard or complain Jeez. about wrestling. It, it depends. Well, comes to the territory. We're here live from the Launchbox Studios, down on, downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. It took you five times to find it. Five times but I you circled f- the block. <laughs> it's dark outside, Rob. My car's sitting at the curb, doesn't yeah, even I, see I it. I didn't even look for your car. It was the lone car. It was the lone 2000 Honda Civic. With then us. I start thinking, am I allowed to park here for free? Should I just pull into a spot? That Are was the a decision that me caused over? me to circle again. <laughs> I mean, it was just, but I'm here. We're not here to talk about parking spaces, though. We're here no. to talk about professional wrestling, as two only two marks can. I can't wait. Now, we, you've been on the podcast many times, yes. but let's give people a refresher. In case they don't know who Dave Wine is, we've been friends since seventh grade. Seventh grade? I, we met over a mutual love for wrestling, is what it was. Homeroom class, Home right? Room. The W-E, yep, we've been there. That's what it Wentz was. Wentz and Wine, yep, yeah. That's what did it. I was right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And who was it, Mr. Rhodes? Was it Mr. Rhodes, our seventh grade home? Mr. Room? Rhodes, yeah. That's who it was. Right there in the corner or something. And throughout, grade. throughout the years, you know, been wrestling fans disgruntled for, I'd say, more of those years than we were excited about being wrestling fans because the past, you know, 15 to 20 years has been rough. But it's our true feelings. And I honestly think, Rob, I've watched enough. I've put time enough into it enough. I mean, you know how much wrestling we've liked. We, we can have an opinion. We're allowed to have an opinion right now. And besides, besides any mark out there has a podcast and they have an opinion, and every wrestler has a, has a podcast, so too. So why not? So <laughs> I've always enjoyed this. I'm ready to go, Rob. Let the mark celebrate, you know. I'm ready to uh, mark. But the funny mark thing out. is, all right, so, you know, we're currently watching Monday Night Raw. This is released hours after Raw. Uh, but this is awesome chance. Come on. It's just gotten out of control. When we were watching wrestling. We were watching uh, TLC last night. And before Balor and Finn even, before Balor and Styles. <laughs> oh, like they they look at themselves. each other. Yeah, yeah they, they look at each other. This is awesome right off the bat. And it's just, I'm, I'm over it. It's, it's, it's time to dial it back, guys. I understand you're in the crowd. You want to start a chant. And see, at one point in my life, I thought it was cool when I was watching ECW and heard all them chants. But it's just, it's another thing like wrestling. It's just, it's ran its course, man. And now they just do it to do it. Everything's awesome. Yeah. Well, I can recall, like, yeah. I don't know, eighth grade, going to see ECW at the Jaffa Mosque, mm-hmm. Altoona, Pennsylvania. I was, I was in eighth grade, and I said the dirtiest words I could possibly think of. Because at ECW, that's what you did. You just screamed the most offensive things at people. Because you were allowed. And they'd yell them back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a riot. Uh, but now it's just, you know, you have to chant, this is awesome. I mean, I guess you technically can chant, holy shit, but they're probably going to blank it out. They're probably going to catch it. Vince is going to turn the crowd down. Yeah, and start getting rid of it. It's just, like I said, it's before they do anything wrong. That's that's what bugs me about it. But So we go, to, awesome. we go to TLC last night, and uh, just out of nowhere, Finn and Styles are wrestling each other. I mean, because of meningitis, I mean, you can't really put the blame on anything necessarily except for something going wrong that you can't control. Yeah, this, this sickness they all got, like mumps, meningitis. I don't know what it is, meningitis. Who knows what it is, but then they just hot shot. Balor and Styles. What did you think of the match, though? Did you think it was awesome, Rom? Like the fans told you it was It was be? awesome. It was awesome. But I'll tell you this right now. Because okay. they chanted, this is awesome, before the match even started, yes. it was like watching a hyped-up movie. Okay. You know, the movie has so much hype behind it, you watch it, and you're like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't put it in there, and this is always the inside joke. Benoit, Eddie Guerrero. Right. I'd watch that a hundred times over that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
I, I've been, people love Balor. I mean, and I do. I think he's great in the ring. He's he's an interesting character. But man, it's just it's ingrained in my head. He's just too small. Yeah, it's, From, it's Vince ingraining it in your head. Now he looks great on NXT. He looks great in Ring of Honor. But it's just something just bigger about the WWE ring that exposes somebody who's smaller. Well, it just they just look small. Th- tonight here, look how small he was against Kane. I mean, Kane <laughs> beat him easily. Ma- imagine when he gets in there at Lesnar. And I like Balor. Uh, yeah, but. Well, here, here's yeah. the thing. Calling this show Total Marks. Like, mm. we're Marks, but we're the pissed-off Marks. We're always complaining, which I guess are Marks in general, just complaining about the product. I think that's what wrestling's become. Half enjoying Everybody it. just complains about it. Maybe a quarter of enjoying it, 75% just complaining about it. But, like, so Balor beat Styles clean, mm-hmm. and I was surprised by the clean job. And then to watch the uh, Raw talk afterwards, and Styles just talks about it like, well, you know, it was a great match. I'm just glad we got a chance to work together. People have been wanting to see this. <laughs> Like, you just, you lost clean. Shouldn't yeah. you be a little bit angry that you lost clean? On the Raw Talk thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like, uh, like I was I was saying, Rob, it's, oh, so how was the match? Great. You know, we, we hit that move in the corner there. I'd love to wrestle him again. We called some great spots. And like, I read, started th- totally throwing kayfabe out the window. Right out the window. And I read a thing today that Balor said, oh, the fans want a rematch with Styles someday. Like, you won. What, you know, why would you be giving the guy a rematch? Because it's like that confused, man. That's petty. Well, I, I think what there's it's, it's a ring of honor thing, right? Like, it's out of respect. No. Like, so it's a respect. I understand well, don't you respect want the belt. The Styles had the belt. But I, I would see, yeah, Styles, like, yeah, it was a great match, but I want to see a little fire. Like, I'm going to come back and beat his ass next time. He didn't even really, he didn't, there wasn't any fire behind him when well, I watched that, that interview. Just a, it's just a bad program in general. Raw talk is difficult to watch. It's painful to watch. As I told you, I don't think there's scripts, Rob. There's not. I was watching it sometimes, <laughs> like someone hand this person something. Help them out. But, what we were but it saying, wasn't bad. At least it gives them openness, but it's... It gives them a chance to work yeah. some stuff out, yeah. But, man, is it? it's hard to... Rosenberg's just not good. I mean, I like. I, I think he's cool as a, as a DJ and everything. But, man, I don't know. He just doesn't seem like... I would, I'd put an old WWE wrestler. Yeah, you know, or WWE, whatever, an old wrestler, you know, Sean you know, Mooney, famer. Have Sean like Mooney that. do it. Well, you got Renee though. Like, give me a wrestler. What about Pettengill? I'd take Pettengill over anybody. <laughs> give me Todd Pettengill. He's still out there announcing. Uh, didn't I mean, he do yeah. radio? Yeah, he's still doing radio. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. There was just it, it, it was it was bad. But what I was thinking, like, what if they brought out old school '80s wrestlers on a on a format like that? Renee Young and <laughs> and Paul Rosenberg are sitting there, and Warrior walks out in full character. Yeah, and that's what he's, like, do, he's doing the character. <laughs> and that's the problem. Yeah, like what if people don't have a character anymore? I miss it. At least like Austin was like his character was just he was pissed off and he was a guy. But at least he had a character. Styles comes out and he's just he's AJ Styles. Like turn the turn the electricity up, you know. And, and there, there are more people now, you know. You know, a lot, I mean, with us being able to get all this information now, it's it's really tough now that they're almost just people. Yeah, you know, they're just yeah they they're on social media, just sending things out about their life. I've told the famous married. story, Rob. I certainly did not think the Ultimate Warrior was picking kids up from school, eating breakfast, <laughs> lunch. He wasn't a human being to me as a kid. What you know did what you mean? Think and, he, but I love yeah. that. That was wrestling. Did you picture like he just he won a match and he, then ran out of the arena and ran to the next one? I like, just didn't he know just he was sprinted. a human being. Like, I thought these guys were just supernatural Like, they were entities, locked in cages. You know? Like, Hulk Hogan wasn't using the bathroom or, you know, <laughs> doing any of that stuff. I like the picture warrior. He won the match, runs out of the arena, then sprints to the next arena, wherever they were going to wrestle he next. Probably he did. just ran straight there. <laughs> one fist in the air. Destroyed somebody and left. <laughs> ran to the next one. Just on a tear. 
Uh, but yeah, I yeah. forgot there wasn't a camera for a minute, Rob. See me imitating the Oh, yeah, you're throwing the fire. Yeah, fist was in the air. When you start doing the warrior, you, you just get pumped <laughs> up. It. So, uh, yeah, so Balor beats Styles clean. Clean. And then jobs the Kane clean. Three choke slams. Three choke slams. But you know what? Even though Kane is, they do this. He loses 20 million matches. He wins 20 million. Anytime they want to push Kane, he's a monster. Yeah. I Back in my ear in the living room, I heard Balor lose to Kane, and I thought to myself, good. It's Kane. He's like was a superstar when wrestling was huge, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 always, I, I understand that. But part now of it just shows where you go with Finn now. Yeah, why have Kane squash him? I, I don't just, know. There's just no point to it. I didn't see the match. I just got your just a weird match to do. Report of it because yeah. Kane's getting a little push with Braun. Finn's getting a push. And you but. know, with, with all the wrestling podcasts out there now, and anybody listens to this, if you don't listen to Bruce Pritchard or Tony mm. Schiavone's podcast, you're missing out as a wrestling fan. Two must listens to me every week. You, I find time to listen to those. Yeah, too. you have to make the time. I mean, there's just some every Mark who's ever wanted dirt on like what actually happened. You get so much of that dirt, and it's it's entertaining. But what we were just talking about went right to that because there's been so much, so many instances in the past where they send somebody out to get job clean to somebody else when you're just they were just talking about it on one of these past episodes I forget what it was but somebody came out and just jobbed clean for oh it was uh, Steve Austin in WCW he was jobbing clean to Duggan for like a month and 30 seconds 30 <laughs> second squashes what US, I don't know when that was ben, stunning Steve yeah somewhere around okay. there before he came over right, a couple of years before he went to ECW okay. right before he left for ECW but yeah, he was just jobbing clean to Duggan like crazy, and these things happen. And you're like, why would you do that to somebody? Like, why just ruin their whatever they have going? You just squash it. I wish WCW still around, but things like that, Rob. Except you never even watched WCW. You were a total raw mark. I was young, and that was it. Made the, made know? the product better. And you had to pick one. You could it's not like you could jump online and watch what happened on Nitro. I mean, you had a TV and. If Raw they had, was my choice. That's the thing, you know. You could never have a Monday Night War again. These kids will never understand. You could DVR and watch it anytime. I was talking to a 17 year old the other day who's a huge wrestling fan, and right. I started talking about like, you know, early 2000s, and I thought, oh, he was just born in 2000. Then that nuts. So, so as wrestling was like where the the greatest peak ever for like you and I watching it, he has no knowledge. He could go back and watch it on the network, but you wouldn't get the same idea of what was going on. You That's know. why I wonder sometimes, like, this generation coming up with the internet and all this, everything, digital, they can watch whatever they want. Yeah. Is that why these indie guys are becoming big? Like, oh, are yeah. they growing up on this? Like, is this what, is Vince, is WWE, like, kind of not in with the It'll probably young fall generation? out, yeah, unless they totally adapt. Which they I, say I think WWE's... once Vince passed away, I mean, there's a chance it could adapt. I still like Vince, though. Well, what I mean is that it'll change. It'll have a chance because he still has control over everything. Yeah. So I would think there'd be some sort of shift. I'm not saying I'm waiting for the day that he dies. I just think it'll change then. Yeah, man. Bring me down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Maybe guys. Vince lives forever. If you think he probably will find a way to. We were saying last night. I'm not going to say it's only a matter of time, but it would not be surprising. It'd be, it would be the funniest moment in wrestling history if Trump walked out. Oh yeah. Because you know Vince is just. How did you say it last night? Oh, WWE, WWE Hall, of Fame. Hall of Famer. And the President of the United States of America. Donald Trump. <laughs> and he comes out strutting like, I can see it. I, if it, I mean, four years. You got to think Vince wants to do it. Once. Oh, my. The next campaign run. Just Trump on Raw. <laughs> or a pay-per-view, you know. 
I, as president, though, as president. Now, after his presidency's over, guaranteed he'll be on Raw. That's a guarantee. Vince will get him back. That's seven years there, Rob. I mean, you know what I mean? You, you just said Vince is going to be gone. You think seven years? Seven years. Seven minutes. Yep. It could be. You never know, man. It could be 12. What if he passes? Maybe he, maybe start he passes lost it. it. What if he just goes on a roll all of a sudden? He goes on the Trump run, the Trump train. And suddenly he's in until he dies. He God. just takes over. Let's just talk about uh, Braun Strowman basically being murdered last night at TLC. The, my maybe my favorite part of the whole thing like that that whole match I'm just gonna say that whole match was one of the worst matches I think I've ever seen in wrestling history I, I put it on wrestle crap level it was it was like what you would do at your friends in the yard when you're 16 15 years old just moves no selling moves and if you had like yeah if you had a bunch of tables and 50 ladders and 30 chairs like I could see the story they told but at one point when they were getting beat up by all five guys, like I thought the match was going to be stopped and it was going to go off the air. Because <laughs> it was how you come back from that. So let's just go. I wonder if there's anybody else out there who really feels this. I, I don't know. I'm pretty – I was blown away by how terrible it was. Like, it was it was hilarious. So just from the start, Angle coming out with the, <laughs> the chest pad on with that shitty grin on his face was pretty comical. <laughs> he was happy. He was, in, <laughs> he was in cloud nine, Rob. So they come down. It was like, all right, Angle's in. And it's nice they didn't bring him back as like – you know, Kurt Angle with the single. It wasn't the official because you don't want to bring that angle back in a. You, you a, save a, that for like a WrestleMania moment or something. Yeah, music, that, the pyro. If they would ever use pyro again, mania. Yeah, but bring it back in the eight man five on three. TLC fest. TLC just the worst match ever. So Angle looks totally out of place the whole time, and looks like he's afraid to do anything or like he's he was very red the first match back first match back probably worried new bumps i mean taking bumps again yeah and 48 years old he seemed very confused and out of place at the beginning and i and i was we were both thinking like is he gonna have a heart attack i think you said at one point i get scared for sometimes (laughs) when the real old guys are in there man and And i do get worried he did look a little bit off he just didn't look like himself and I assume that was just because, you know, first match match back, and it's not even really a match. That match was punches, kicks, chair shots, table spots, And he's slams. pretty much being thrown in with these guys that have been working WWE for a decade, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. he hasn't been there in a decade. And he's just like, yeah, basically a, a mad scramble to get somebody into the spot. And, and I saw people online complaining, like, this is the worst way to bring back Angle. They ruined his whole comeback. Honestly, no. and you said it last night, like, if they would have brought out angle with the singlet and the fireworks then they would have ruined it but now there's still something there's still a magic moment left with angle yeah you know and they took him out medals right. on the chest i mean although that's gonna he, be a good pop but although he did come down at the end of the match and win the match yeah good I mean, as he should have it. it's kurt angle rob so Str- 20 times better than anyone that was in that match <laughs> outside of kane kane's Strum. on the same level oh kane is not the same level rob, as kurt angle the, the show marks <laughs> All right, Mark. we'll let it go. I'll, I'll let it, go. you know, I'll let it slide. Um, but I mean, once Angle went down, what ensued was a solid ten minutes of nothing. And you and I were sitting there watching this, and we were saying to each other, like, this is a it was a ten minute beatdown of all the heels beating up Rollins and Ambrose, yet never hitting them with finishers, never covering them, which he- they easily could have, and then it just ending and. What, I forget even how it did it. You end. know what it reminded me of? When you, about 
15 years ago, probably longer now, when you had the video games mm-hmm. and you'd pick up the chair mm-hmm. and just beat the guy about 10 times till the chair disappeared. Mm-hmm. And you could do that over and over again. Then when you pin them, they'd kick out. Yeah. That's it was exactly like watching what a video game. That's exactly what it was, except there was no pinfalls. The chairs yeah. would just get thrown. And you'd Next re- chair. <laughs> you even said it. Million chairs, Rob. It's all chair, chair, chair. And just chair shots to the back. Yep, the back. Because they don't have any options anymore. But if you'd go back and watch, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, it was a violent era of concussions. If you go back and watch the, the Jeff Hardy, Brock Lesnar chair shot, maybe the most vicious one ever. Well, Rock Mankind, obviously. How about Rock and uh, Ken Shamrock? Rock and Shamrock. Sean. Sean Taker. Taker Cell. And the Hell in a Cell. I mean, those were some very bad chair shots. But watch like two. We forget it because we weren't really. It, it, but I'll just say 2003, 2004. Watch the chair shots in that era. 2002. Just re- nuts. Benoit, Guerrero. Oh, my God. Murdering each other. I mean, basically, Man. they're both dead. I mean, it's just because it's of the unfortunate. half I mean, because of the head you don't trauma. Know what, yeah. I mean. So the point is that now, I mean, it is what it is. You can't hit guys in the head with chairs anymore. So why not just get rid of them altogether? Because the 8,000 back shots and like and the you, 10 gut shots are just, they're horrible. And we know now it's not going to win any match. I mean, you, yeah. everybody's taking a zillion of them. It, yeah. it does no damage, the back shot. The only good thing about the chairs was the, was the spot that uh, Kane pulled on Strowman by dropping them all from the ceiling, and they piled up. Yeah, that was a good spot. That was a good spot. Very cool. So the beatdown happens, and I'm just, I just can't believe the match isn't isn't over. I assumed they were going to go off the air 20 minutes early. Nobody's going to come out, and that's the end of it, and we'll go to next week. But this thing continues on for a solid 25 minutes after that. Yeah, that, that, I, and that's what was pointless. And all of a sudden, the Ambrose and Rollins are jumping off uh, garbage <laughs> trucks and stuff. <laughs> all of a sudden, they got all this energy. I don't know. Maybe I overlook it, Rob. But it, we are overlooking it. But at the same time, we came as a up on a different fan, era. But we were—if if we were kids, I guess you'd watch that and you'd be like, "Whatever." Because that's all you know. If you watch it as an adult, it is like this is this is wrestle crap. This was just a garbage wrestling match that you could tell. They maybe had a plan going in, and then Reigns was out, and then Angle can't really work. So we're just gonna have a big schmoz like it was just and then Which it, i guess it was fun to watch stroman turning on kane and kane choke slang, slamming him through the uh whatever the the platform and stroman coming back was cool i liked how he kept coming back but it didn't make any sense like why did why did that happen in the first place what that they part? were the stroman and kane were fighting i didn't really catch well that. That, rob Strowman and Kane, just think about it and ask yourself why it's, just, it's happening. That's a Vince McMahon dream, well, right, dream but, match. But there's no, there's no storyline reason. Like, they bumped into each other? I don't Two know huge what. Guys. They're, they're, they're Kane's the guys. original monster, Rob. Why now the, Strowman's the monster. Wouldn't Big Show be the original monster? Big Show got beat up by Braun, so well, it's on to the next true. monster. Yeah, well, that's true. They dominated Show. Yeah, never mind. So, yeah, I like where they're going with it, but the fact that all of a sudden Strowman's starting to punch all of his own teammates, and then, you know... Maybe I'll team up and beat beat him beat him down, pound him into the ground, knock him unconscious, as a team. Now they throw him into a garbage, garbage truck, truck and shut it and murder. They murdered him. Good stun on that one because I, mean, I know be back, I was, obviously in but... my head. I was like, "Woof, don't mess that spot up." What if they get crushed? <laughs> I love, I loved as the the crowd was chanting that this is murder. This was murder, and then they ran a story down by the where Kane's running for office that says. Uh, Knoxville mayor, whatever. What happened there? No, I hit the thing. So I was thinking murder is a murder. Murder's on WWE pay per view. So of course they ran with it down where he's running. <laughs> to bury him. Yep. Why would they? Why would Kane do that? Why? You knew it would happen. I remember watching it. Like, boy, they're gonna bring this up. Yeah. Like, why would even? Why would you even stir the pot? But I loved as they were chanting that was murder. Uh, what's his name? 
Oh, I can't, you know, the, the tag team that I can't even remember their name because they never do anything. Cesaro Sheamus. and Sheamus. <laughs> yep. The bar, Rob. The, the bar. The bar. Oh, they're, they're the bar. They're the bar. I'd like to go to the bar whenever oh. they work matches. And I used to like Cesaro. Yeah, exactly. But something happened. You need the bar to watch <laughs> the matches. <laughs> you go to the bar just to get through <laughs> Drunk it. Drunk and watch it. But Cesaro shrugs his shoulders. That this that was murder. And he shrugs his shoulders like, yeah, yeah. I killed somebody <laughs> live yeah, on pay-per-view. Cesaro, yeah, no walking down deal. the aisle. Yep. No big deal. All right, I so, like that. That was a little. Well, it was funny. Yeah, yeah. I'll but give just it to the him, whole but... idea. I like the idea of Strowman as a monster. That is cool, and the fact that he'll come back from the trash compactor. Mm. Would, I mean, it would be cool, but it's just comical that they murdered him on pay per view, and the fact that Kane's running for mayor. It's just, it's not a good move. Not a good look on their part. I'm gonna predict Strowman wins the match, Ron. It's Survivor Series if that's yeah. what happens. <laughs> say Strowman. If Kane li- wins that match, I'm gonna be pissed. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't though. be surprised, but I will be pissed. All right, but then I'll get over it. Whatever. He'll probably win it. Then Rumble. It's Kane. Um, we didn't have. A, we haven't had a chance. Obviously, we haven't done a podcast together in a while to talk about Shane and Owens. And I wanted to loop Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, Hell in a Cell, back to the Finn Balor and AJ Styles match because I have a comparison. Okay. That that match at Hell in a Cell was the most over the top Hell in a Cell match ever. One of my favorite Hell in a Cell matches of all time. It was insane. It was one of your favorite. One of my favorites. I'll put the top five. It was. It was very good because of the the risks they took. As far as an actual technical match, not so much. And they did some different stuff, too. Like, at the top, I liked how they worked for a while. I mean, they all went on top, but they were doing some crazy stuff. But what drives me nuts is, like, everything they did in that match, where do you go? You know, Shane has now jumped off the top of the cell, like, 40 feet up. Once, once onto a table that was obviously had a, a cushion inside of it. This time, I assume he said, I want to do it again because people <laughs> called me out because I had a landing pad. So now I don't have one. I'm going to do it again, which was an insane nuts, spot. It's nuts. And the fact that Zayn got Owens out of the way, like they timed it perfectly. It was a very Everything was good spot. in that match, I thought. But the problem is that match, it, it pretty much, like it's when fully jumped off the cell times 10. You know, it just like takes it to the next level because Owens did the Sean bump. And then Shane does the Foley bump and his own bump, technically, again. They're doing pop-up power bombs on top of the cage. They just could never go through the top again. Boy, yeah. they'd die. So when, when you have TLC the next couple, what, a week, two weeks later? Yep. <laughs> and you have the eight-man TLC match. You have Balor versus Styles. I don't, as a fan, I don't know how you can even be like... Where do you... Like, when, you're, when they're doing high spots, what's the, what's the point? I miss when the pay-per-views weren't themed like they are now where you got to have a ladder yeah. match got to have sub because i liked when the pay-per-views were based on like the story going on at yeah. the time you know you were like oh here we go yeah there's a reason this for is it. why it's called this here we go and not putting two of those kinds of pay-per-views two weeks from each other like that's the stupidest move ever mm-hmm. putting hell in a cell two weeks from tlc like i said tlc match just thrown in there just like, thrown in there that tlc match to have nothing hanging from the ceiling they should just combine them and then they'll have a Hell in a Cell TLC match. Why not? Make it triple deck. Triple deck. Well, Let's do a triple deck Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Those were never that good. At this point, it'll reach the ceiling as big as the cells are oh. now. But uh, yeah, Shane and Owens, I mean, hats off to those guys. Anybody who can't say that those two, those guys have balls and they bust their ass, like, especially Shane. He has no reason to be doing that. Yeah, but he does. That's why Shane's always been good, you know? I enjoy him. When they were climbing up the side of that cage, I mean, I was legit nervous. Like, I had butterflies in my stomach, so I don't know how they were doing that. And are you, let me ask you a question. Let me flip the script here. Do no. you think that um, 
as far as Shane goes, that he should be able to compete and be on the same level as these guys? I do. I'll give you my answer before. I do. I'm okay with it. As long you as hear a lot of complaints about that. As long as there's matches like that. You know, mm-hmm. he does it in a legit match, which then again, Angle's or uh, Angle Styles did give Shane a good match. That's what I say. Because Shane, what, SummerSlam was that always, yeah. And he's worked some big name guys that I kind of feel like Owens is going up a level by working with Shane. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know? Yeah, Shane definitely raises you up. Mm-hmm. I think if it would have been Owens Shane in a singles match, nobody would have cared that much. You got to put the gimmick to it. Now Styles made it a great match just because he could work with anybody and make it a great match. Like he's the Shawn Michaels right now. Yeah. Good matches. They're always different. I mean, look at Shane Taker. That was a terrible match. Besides Shane the Taker. bump. Wow. And Taker was, he was yeah, he's slow, old. old. But, I mean, you get him in there with somebody who can can carry him, yeah. Shane Shane is like, Great matches, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, still good matches. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Shane's one of the, I think, as far as, like, moments, he's had some of the biggest moments ever in the, in the company's history. Mm-hmm. Steve but I'll say Blackman. his match with Owens was better than him and Taker. Yeah, I was. I could say that. Oh yeah, for sure. Because mm-hmm. Taker just can't. He just, I just don't think he can. He can hang anymore. Taker's. Just, do you think Taker's coming back for Mania? What do you think's gonna happen? I hope he does. Um, I'd take it. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I don't. I'd see one more. I'd be all right with it. Cena. I'd like to see that. I, I like to say that I would like to see it, and I would like to see it. But mm-hmm. the, the half of the time of seeing Taker now is just wondering if he's gonna get hurt or not. So I'd love to see like a Taker <laughs> Rock one more time, something like that. That'd be cool, but it won't happen. No, <laughs> I don't know if I. I don't know if I. I mean, I guess I would like to I'd see it happen. It. We might get Rock Triple H next year. Are you I mean, serious? It's, it's being hinted at again. Oh my god! I'd take it. I, of course, main event WrestleMania with Stefan. I thought Stefan Ronda. That was going to be the whole angle. She might be there it's next. Never going to happen. So you and I talked about this before, and I think it's a good time to bring it up. Good. We had, had a discussion on the worst. WWE champion ever, or the worst world champion ever. What do, we were talking about this during Raw one time, mm. and we came up with a list of names. Okay. I think uh, on, on the top on of yours. that list of names was, for me, Jinder Mahal, Ambrose. I agree with Beth is. Okay. Now, it's just not me crapping or shitting on anybody, if I can say that, but uh-huh. it's just I'm going by who entertains me as champ on that level, and I agree with those two right. so far. Yeah, who being, else was in your top five? Del Rio. Yeah, I'll, it, I'll agree with and that. And it came down, yeah. I, I can recall we both agreed that Del Rio was the worst. He was, I think, the worst. Boring. Ever. I, I, with a cool gimmick to start, but I just never got it. I just, I never cared even mm, a little bit. I never cared. It just I didn't do that. anything. So, Jinder Mahal on that list, although out of the three, and I, I'll even, he I, looks I think good. Bradshaw would be a fourth on that list because I never bought Bradshaw as a world champion. I never liked it. I didn't. I, I remember didn't when it was wonder. happening, I didn't buy it. When I look back now compared to where it's come to, I'm like, okay, You're Bradshaw okay. was good. Even now, I'd still put, really? him, I'd put him below. But we were spoiled Ambrose. then. That was only, what, 05, 06? Yeah, 04. 04, wow. It was Bradshaw. That, that feels like it was five years ago. Yeah, 04. It was like 12, 13. Yeah. Long time so, ago. So, Mahal versus, we're sitting here watching Raw, and, and of course, Paul Heyman cuts like a. You know, well-crafted promo with Lesnar bouncing up and down in the ring, and they're talking about Mahal being a, you know, chump champion. About SmackDown being the B brand, as it obviously Just is. in SmackDown as yeah, usual, because you can. Yeah, it's legit truth. You know, it's, it's it's there's nothing, there's nothing you're making up about that. But Mahal's up there. At least, at least he looks good. Yeah, he and I already said he looks good. He's 
looks like a WWE champion, right? But the thing is, they, they've built him up good, but it's just so quick. It's hard for me to believe him and Lesnar. Yeah. You know? You believe Joe and Lesnar over Mahal Lesnar? You believe, did you believe Ambrose and Lesnar? Yeah. Over Hall Lesnar? It's just the, for the with two guys that are champions, I just don't know how Lesnar doesn't crush him, and I'm afraid it's going to end in a draw or something's going to happen. You think so? Yeah. I think Lesnar's going to hit him with an F5, one, two, three. I'm thinking something's going to happen. Maybe Jinder's on top, hits a move, and the next guy he's the feud with interferes. I think it's going to be a lot of interference. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay. There's, there's the call. Finish. There you get it. Interference finish. You got it straight from day But it one. should be an F5 in the middle of the ring in about one minute. Mm-hmm. That's what it should Put be. Put him down. And I hope that's what it is. Put him down Goldberg style. Man. I hope that. Yeah, I hope that's the way it is, too. I don't I don't mind Mahal was champion, but Lesnar, the way he put down Joe and Strowman, and who did they just beat? Uh, Joe Strowman. Just most recently. Lesnar. Yeah. I don't even remember. One, he two, crushed three. the guy, Strowman. Yeah, he beat there's, him But there's clean. somebody after that, right? No, it's Strowman, I think, was the last one. One, two, three. No Center Mercy, the maybe, ring. or the pay-per-view before that. Yeah. So many of them. I, and you know, I I, have, I love I like Lesnar. He's awesome, but I feel like if they don't do that to Mahal, then because Strowman, if there was one guy who was going to beat Lesnar or, or was going to come to a draw where they both like knock each other unconscious, mm-hmm. it should have been Braun Strowman. Yeah, it would have kept him. There was no reason to beat Strowman. And, in I, match. and that was a match I watched where I thought Lesnar might lose. Yeah, you know, I believe that, and, and I, I thought, don't believe this. And I thought Joe would even give him more of a fight, even though he did. It was a decent Joe, match. Yeah, and I even thought maybe Joe would win, but. But Jinder yeah, Mahal. Mahal. And then you hear Balor next. Well, that just doesn't make any sense. You know, same finish should be there. If Kane can destroy Balor, what's Lesnar? Yeah, why shouldn't Lesnar? I mean, I can't Kane see, just did. I can't see Lesnar and Balor happening. I mean, I can't see it being a real competition. It's ugh. And I, then Roman's that, coming back. Not that I don't like Balor, because I hope he, I hope he does like do well. But I just, I just don't see it happening. They just got to get the Roman. That's it. Well, franchise. Go ahead, Rob. I'll tell you what. I, I just called you the franchise. Let's. That's well, fine. Hey, call K-fabe. me whatever you want. Break it all. So let's this take, is total marks. I bro. guess since we're here, we're you know we we've covered what we wanted to cover on the show. We got to we got to break it down of how you know as wrestling fans we actually were actually backyard wrestlers at one point in time. EHW, EHW. represent Street Rod Boulevard, Sailboat Boulevard, Sailboat extremely Street. extremely hardcore wrestling was a federation. Extreme hardcore wrestling. That's what it was. They're not online anywhere, but I think that somehow, if anybody out there has the ability to take VHS and get videos onto YouTube, I would put them up. I'm I don't sure know how you feel love about to it. See them. I don't know how you feel about it, but they I'd were put classics. The whole... They need to do some editing, but it would with eventually some, it would yeah. be internet free with some graphics not up cost on the screen. Job. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was, with it the was, language and stuff. It but... was like eleventh, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade, something like that. Backyard wrestling, the peak of wrestling, and it was it was you know me, you were but, the franchise. I was I was. Therabagasy the third, Ghetto Rob, the Do you Rob. Not feel like at that time though that they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone you talked to had a backyard wrestling. I think company. kids still do. I think do they're still doing so? it. Yeah, it's a good pretty question. Sure. I, I don't know. You see some companies that are backyard shows, but if you're a backyarder out there, shout out to you. Send us a message. Let me know on Facebook. Hit me up on Facebook, Rob Z Radio. If you're backyard, let's get a picture. I want to see if backyard wrestling's still happening. You want to see it? Okay, and no, no pictures of them guys from the convention center, Rob. That doesn't count, right? <laughs> Who are the guys well, from the convention center? I don't know. Good backyard <laughs> pictures, right? Those marks, you mean? Well, yeah, we yep. call them that. Total marks. Total marks. Well, listen, man. If if you uh, if you're out there backyard, and I respect it. If you're out there doing your thing in the backyard, 
which our, our backyard federation, honestly, EHW. it wasn't even wrestling necessarily. What would you consider it more as? Backyard it was, entertainment. It was backyard entertainment. That's exactly what it is. There was, no, there was no technical wrestling going on whatsoever. It was all entertainment. I would sit there and just write stories, and then the matches would just come up. <laughs> Good times. It's, that was fun. It's classic. So if you are a backyarder, send us. We want to see what you got Yeah, I want to know. Are there still backyarders? Let, let me know. We're total marks here on the show. Can I say my Twitter, Rob, so they can send me hit stuff? Him, hit my him with your I got to yeah. pay money here. No, that's you can do it. All right. At Dave Wyant. Easy enough. I got it. How about that? I got that. There Early. Was. W-E-Y-A-N-D-T. That's it. At Dave Wyant. And, of course, you can always find me on Facebook and Twitter. Rob Z Radio. Snapchat and Instagram is Rob Z Yo. Until next time, if you love to complain about wrestling, this is the show to come to. Uh, if you want to complain, I have the voicemail. You can call the voicemail. It's 814-799-0064. So you can call that voicemail and say whatever you want, 814-799-0064. I'd like to hear some of these. Love to hear them, Rob. This is how we got to finish it. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Completely awesome. This is Rob. Total Marks. And that's it for another episode. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to the franchise, Dave Wyant. Gimmick infringement right there on Shane Douglas. I know. I think Dave had it first. Back off, Douglas. If you're a wrestling mark and you want to you know, have your, throw your two cents in on total marks, you, you heard the social media accounts. Make sure you contact me. Hit me up. Thank you to the sponsors, Clay Cup at 1304 11th Avenue, downtown Altoona, at the Clay Cup on social media. And Trade Secrets, 1223 13th Avenue, first floor, in Altoona, both in downtown Altoona, which right is where I am as well, in the Launchbox Studios, uh, at Secrets in Trade on uh, Facebook. Make sure you check out Stephanie Height and her products. She's doing awesome things in the area. So is Sarah Vogel with the Clay Cup. I'm very thankful and honored to have them as my first two sponsors on this podcast. And now, if you're sticking with me this long, just let me break it down for you. You listen to so many podcasts, and... um. You know, you, you hear people talking on their podcast about these sponsors that they have. It's always a sponsor like uh, Audible.com or a sponsor like Casper Mattresses or, uh, you know, BlueApron.com. And, and those are great sponsors, but you hear them so often on podcasts, I, I get sick of it. And, and I, I like to be local in my area, too. So if you're not from the area, you can find them online. I'm pretty sure they'll ship you product to wherever you live. Um, but if you are from the area, make sure you check those businesses out. Support local business. And this is the direction I want this podcast to go in, where I'm talking to real people. I have real sponsors on the show who are doing really cool things, you know. And it's not your normal podcast. It's not the normal thing you hear from every other podcast. And it's, it's it becomes something more than just me talking into a microphone. It becomes a show between you, between me, between the, the people who are sponsors, the people on the program. So I'd love to have you involved. Call that voicemail, 814-799-0064, or Facebook, Instagram, Rob Z Radio, Twitter, Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. If you want to be a sponsor, if you'd like to be on the show, if you want to have your voicemail played on the show, or if you just want to say something nice, and you can even say something mean to me. I have fairly thick skin. I can handle it. 
Until then, thank you for listening. And have a happy Halloween. Unless it's already over then, whatever. <laughs> That's brutal.